All right, welcome back to another episode of the Havana Cafe Sessions Podcast. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Now, something you wanted me to do, you said last week that we needed to do stuff up front. What was the stuff yeah, again? Remind right. Me. Yeah, right. So, um, so glad that you all have joined us in oh, yeah. the conversation with the coffee. I hope you've got your coffee. Never forget the coffee. Yeah, you got to have the, the coffee. coffee. Um, and yeah, so, so if you're just joining us for the first time or you look sort of soon discover that we're all just about kind of conversation and, um, yeah, I guess exploring the bigger questions that we tend not to, yeah, talk about in our sort of week. Um, so it's sort of a moment to step back and, and reflect or just have a little bit of a pause about why we're doing what we're doing or why we're doing it the way we're doing it or what things might mean or, you know, basically like how to live your best self, your best life. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, two great ways in to help us out because we're sort of running this on our own bootstrap string of whatever, whatever, uh, analogy we can think of um would be to either share with so word of mouth which is you know free but probably the most helpful thing you could do um so if you know anybody that um yeah would enjoy just having a bit of a almost supported break from the busyness of life and just step back and think about things every week then share the podcast with them and if you have a bit of time online um we would love for you to head over to itunes and give us a review because that really you know kickstarts the algorithms and and helps you know that whole process of discovery happen for us so that's super important yeah, um so yeah and subscribe to the podcast and whatever podcast listener you have so that yeah. you're sure to get pinged on that monday morning when it goes out and it's them you don't have to remember to go hunting that's right for the episode and today we're, we're sort of going to have a whole conversation about conversation aren't we yeah it's, it's kind of like, like episode like seinfeld the show is show about nothing yeah that's why this is that it's a conversation about conversations yeah uh, oh, no, it was Kramer. That's what I was thinking of. His coffee table book about coffee tables. That's what I was thinking Ooh, of. Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> so this is a conversation <laughs> about conversations. Um, and I think that what prompted me last week, I think, to want to sort of talk about that was one of, I think part of it is just to touch base back with why we have the podcast, for one thing. Why, why do we each week come have coffee, have this conversation? Um, I think the other thing is, the aspect around conversations and what they do for us. Because you're sort of humans. big on in your whole life in social learning, aren't you? So it's not just an individual process, but learning is something that we like often do better together. Yeah. So the whole sort of collaborative learning piece happens through conversation. And and I was reading something this morning about this idea of sort of language and conversation being a great technology. And mm. we don't think of language as a technology but it is a technology because we don't always necessarily have language um and it's a technology in and of itself and how do you, how do we use that technology to its best advantage and i think there's another level with conversations as well and we think of conversations always as um in in dialogue with someone else but if you just pause for like two seconds and listen to the conversation you're having with yourself in your head that's a whole nother conversation that we have every day with ourselves. So we're 
Unless it's just me. No, it is not just you. <laughs> I'm only assuming that, that yeah, other human beings have conversations with themselves. but Or the, with the imaginary people. Or with your imaginary people. Um, but there's that conversation that you have with yourself as well, which is also can be um, a positive conversation or a negative conversation, but it has an impact on, and we talked about a few episodes ago about, how you can find the emo- your emotions in your body type yeah, thing. Yeah. And so the conversations that you're having with yourself in your head is another thing that affects your physiology. It affects your behavior. Um, it affects your outlook on the world, your mood. Yeah. So what's the quality of the conversation that you're having with yourself as well, which I think we sometimes discount that. That's uh, so that, true. That you know what well. also is just thinking, um, how many conversations we have about um just like you know random chit chat so you know people especially with this whole rise in the conversation about introverts and extroverts and Hmm. you know when you have sort of casual conversations with people there's a lot of discussion now about people not liking that isn't it it's like not liking the the sort of i'm losing the word for it you know um just like just like casual, almost meaningless conversation with with the person you're standing next to in the line or just at a party or whatever. Um, so there's almost an understanding about having a conversation about those kind of conversations. Like a small Am I making talk, myself clear? Yeah, like like yeah, exactly, like yeah. small talk. Um, whereas we don't really talk about the other end of the spectrum, which is, I suppose, where we're more at, which is let's talk about, let's get, let's get deep. Let's talk about things that really matter and sit sort of below the surface, things that drive us, ways that we feel about ourselves, ways that we form our identities and yeah, all that kind of stuff. But there's not really room for that because things are so quick and fast and well i think it's it's, short attention span it probably happens but maybe it doesn't always happen deliberately because if you think about when we talked you mentioned earlier about sort of collaborative learning and and the social learning aspect so quite often when you have a problem or issue or challenge or something you deal with you'll talk to a, a friend and you'll start that that conversation and partly because you you want to hear someone else's you want to get it out of your head because you've been having a conversation with yourself and maybe you get to the space where that conversation just seems to keep going round and round that you have with your head so then i'll talk to a friend or a colleague or something so that one it gets out of my head and part of the reason why we do the podcast here is you know if i share my view of whatever topic we're talking about you share yours somewhere in there we'll have a synthesis and both of our understanding of that concept or that question or that problem then shifts or changes because um, the fact that we're all unique individuals with different experiences so you would have come from you know, Florida yeah. and that, and we all have our blind spots and, too, don't we? They yep, just you don't. Have the blind spots that you just don't see. You don't see the you don't see the same perspective because you are you're locked in your own perspective and you're locked in based off of your own perceptions and all those sort of things that go to make you up. But then someone coming from a different point of view can have what I was doing some stuff with the um, paradigm shifts. 
I don't know if you're familiar with the paradigms, but basically yep. um, the paradigm being, you know, the models, your models of how different things work or your model of the world and what it may look like in your beliefs um, about the world. And sometimes we're so locked in our paradigms that we can only see a view that fits right. with that paradigm. And sometimes it takes someone else coming in with a different perspective that shocks you out of your space that then shifts shifts your your paradigm yeah um, and i think that's a, that for me is the value of conversations um is that i get a chance to synthesize my view to either add to it or subtract from it so maybe i might have a wrong view but i'm having a conversation with you i pick up some more things and then i shift and i i change my my point of view and i think that's an important thing to say it's that open dialogue isn't it because some people won't want to entertain conversations about their paradigm or about their belief on a topic yeah or and subject. i think we all have had experiences with people and probably have all done this ourselves at various points of talking at someone or being talked at and mm. that's very different than a conversation isn't it so there's a lot of times where you have an experience with another person where you're talking but there's no listening happening, you know, yeah, yeah. and there's no sort of back and forth. It's one person telling another person what they think to be true. Mm. And that, I suppose, is quite different than the spirit of conversation or open dialogue where you sort of you're sort of looking to test out your theories and sort of, yeah, expand what you know, basically, or, yeah. or think about something in a new way. And that's sort of almost the purpose of it. You hit on a good word there which is listen and one of the things we he, so we get taught how to talk and we go on courses on presentations and things like that but i don't know how many people have been on a course on how to listen probably very few right no i think that's true i mean we did that episode ages ago about the art of listening didn't mm. we so if you haven't listened to that <laughs> Listen to uh, no pun intended then um yeah go back and and check that out but one of the things that i'm sure we mentioned then is um and one of the sort of conversations that are happening is about way of counsel so there's a whole movement and training programs that you can go on and i'm sure there's there's many hmm. this is just one example of that but um that's really about much more about listening and it's sort of interesting because they have rules for speech and rules for listening. And, and rules is maybe the wrong word. It's more like your intentions. Principles, maybe. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, you know, the it's initially sort of speak from the heart and listen from the heart. So you're trying to, you're really trying not to be pedantic about the words that people are saying and try and really genuinely listen to what their intention or what they mean, you know, by you know, the way that they're trying to communicate. But there's a real, um, you know, push in that space for listening from the heart and listening in an open way and not trying to listen so that you can respond. Because that's yeah. what we do, isn't it? We listen and all the while we've got a dialogue in our head going on about, well, I'm going to say this about that and I'm going to say this about that. That's the tough bit about listening though. And part of that is not that we intentionally do it, but it's also the power of the brain a brain is just very efficient and good that and speech is slower than thought so as i'm speaking and you're listening your brain has a capacity to do lots of things so a lot of times your brain is 
anticipating what I'm going to say. And it's also thinking about its response because the speech is so slow and yeah. the brain is much faster than speech. Same with like reading is slower than the speech. So I'm probably comprehending slower with the reading, which is why you also find sometimes. Oh, really? That's not true for me. I read much faster than speaking. That's why I can't listen to audiobooks very well. Okay, you know, and it might be the other way. I might have it the other way around. I mean, it's probably Possibly different saying, for yeah. different people, but definitely the speech and the um, thinking is well, I'm just thinking for sure the true. The same thing happens with the reading, as in your brain probably drifts or thinks or makes other connections while you're reading as well. So there's things mm. going on in your head. Yeah. But again, because the speed of thought is so fast yeah. that when I'm reading, I'm also capable of being distracted because the brain is off saying okay yeah, 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 whatever and yeah. the same with speech it's like yeah. oh, okay yeah, yeah, whatever and um, but you're right so listening is a skill in of itself so how do i listen truly listen to someone um to take in a view and when we talk about open dialogue or open conversation in that way um sometimes people come with the idea to want to defend their position so this is my belief and this is my position and i'm going to defend it so as I'm listening to you in quotation marks, I'm listening for the holes in your argument right? Um, so that I can just attack your point Which of view. Which means you're missing a lot of what's being said. And I'm not open to, yeah. to change. Well, it's, you know, I had mm. one of the things I'm really trying to do as a parent at the moment is, um, you know, my boys get along really well. You know, I definitely don't feel like I live in a conflict zone all the time, but obviously they're kids and brothers and they get into it. And we had a big fight in this morning before school about something about Minecraft. So it was, can you make a snake? It was very yeah. heated battle about like this, it. this question. But, you know, my, and, and, you know, I don't know if, if my intervention was, in any way beneficial, but I think one of the things that I'm trying to get in their head, and it's, I'm sure going to take years to do that, is you don't have to have the same opinion. Like you can have a conversation, you can have an open conversation, and the goal of conversation isn't always to come to a singular agreed point. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and I think that's another thing that we've sort of lost in this, you know, with the with the media the way it is, and um, you know, politics the way that they are, that it's, we're not able to exist very comfortably in dialogue with someone where we disagree with them at the beginning and the end of the conversation. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, so I mean, you know, in that, you know, it's sort of quite simple Minecraft thing. It's like, well, you can believe this and you can believe that you can make a snake and you can believe that you can't make a snake in Minecraft. Yeah. And you can both believe what you believe <laughs> and you don't have to fight about it. You can just go, okay, I don't believe that. And if I, I feel like if I can teach them to be able to do that, that's going to be one of those like valuable life wisdom skills that, that you know. You could both have the belief and both be wrong or both be right. Well, kind well, of thing. well, well just, that, just that you don't have to agree. There's, there's not always one right answer to everything and you don't have to agree. You can sit there in your truth. And I, you know, I suppose that, you know, anytime you enter into a conversation, even when you enter into it as openly as possible, you, by, by the time you are the age that you are, if you're listening to this show, then you, you have settled on quite a lot of positions in life. Yeah. And, you know, 
And you've come with, I suppose, a lot of things in terms of your personality type and all this, your preferences and all this kind of stuff. So sometimes a conversation, even if it, you know, gives you more information, isn't going to necessarily shift that. And that's not always the goal, even if you are open to being to taking on new information. Sometimes a conversation isn't necessarily going to do that for you. So, but, you and, know but, what? Is that, is, but isn't that okay? It is okay. Absolutely okay. And I'm just wondering, as you were saying that, I was just wondering, and I remember the quote, I think it was Freud, perhaps, um, this idea about words have power. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I'm just briefly looking at one here. So words have energy and power with the ability to help, to hinder, to heal, to hurt, to harm, to humiliate, to humble. Um, and it's almost like where's you know my favorite scenes in um lord of the rings when the two wizards are throwing spells at each other so you know words have that kind of power um and so and again as a technology thing so you're having a conversation whether you intend it or not your words have some effect on me right and some of it is do i have my psychic shield up because actually i don't know where you're where you're sourcing from with your words that you're saying out and I don't know that I want your words to influence and change me. So do I have my psychic shield up to screen and filter out your words, looking for words that either confirm or deny my own sort of world sort of view? So I think there's some of that maybe happening um, and going on as well. Because, you know, you can't believe everything you see. You can't believe everything you hear, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, in that sense. And it's like we have these filters that are on. And here's the thing, so, uh, it's, I mean, and this is why it fascinates me. I mean, my whole life kind of exists around um, this con- kind of concept, um, both from a learning point of view, a coaching point of view, and, and all of that. And that is that it's so many things happening at one time, isn't it? So you want yeah. to be open, but also you have these filters on because I have to have filters. One, the filters are for my survival, my advantage as in, I have a worldview and an opinion and a thought and a paradigm. So I'm looking for things to confirm that because that just helps me with peace of mind and things like that. And But the moment that something or a word or a conversation or someone says something that butts up against that filter and it's like, whoa, hold on a second. And then it's, do I take this piece of information in? Or do I immediately just completely defend and not listen? Because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to be changed um, by your words. And I think what we do in this podcast, at least from my point of view, for when I come to these things, is um, I have a thought and a belief and a, a position, but I'm not married to it. Yeah. Um, and so I come with that kind of a, I'm okay if if what you say well, shifts my yeah, well, mindset, and I, think and I come to a, it with that. I come to it, yeah. you know, change my mind, <laughs> kind of thing. There's, there's a, I mean, I suppose with this podcast and these kinds of conversations, where you're talking a little bit more, like we might get specific and personal occasionally in, in terms of giving an example of something, but a lot of our conversation pulls back a little bit, pulls the, you know, pulls back the frame so that we're looking at things that you might think of as like bigger picture things, or you might think of as deeper or, you know, underlying things or however you want to, to think about it. But 
Um, you know, for, for us, it's sort of conversation as exploration, isn't it? And so we are both, every time we sit down here, kind of here for the purpose of exploring yeah, and and because I was just going to ask you as you were things. saying that, what made you want to do a podcast that was a conversational podcast? What drew you to this format? All those years ago when we I first know, started, that's right. The, the coffee, <laughs> the coffee's easy, easy one. Thirty episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, you know, I I do. It, it's you know what? I think the same thing that you know my yoga teacher who who trained me once said the thing that brings you to your first yoga class isn't the thing that keeps you coming back right so the first you know time you go do something anything mm -hmm. there's a curiosity and a sort of don't know what to expectness to things whereas if you go and you like the results whatever those are whether it's i don't know you know anything mm. um that's a little bit of a different motivation to keep coming back. And I think maybe that's the, the question here too, is like not why we started, but why we're continuing. And for me, you know, I just every single week, I am just startled. And I don't know how this happens, but I am startled again and again at how quickly the weeks go by, how mm. quickly the days go by you know, how much I intend to do and how much of that versus how much of that I actually get done. And, you know, it's all great because, you know, I love the different projects that I'm working on. But, um, you know, I know that if I didn't carve out time for these conversations, this part of my life would go quite quickly. And I suppose for me, it doesn't, you know, I have lots of podcasts that I listen to myself for exactly the same reason, because I need to, you know, both podcasts that are um, more for my business in terms of like books, you know, author stuff or marketing stuff, but also um, podcasts that are more um, sort of just general life and thought provoking kind of things and mm. depending on my mood, but those are my spaces that I carve out when I'm listening, when I'm walking or when I'm driving or something that I can carve out that space as time for reflection about the, whatever the topic of that thing is. And that, that it's just so important because it's so easy to just, you know, focus on the functional parts of life, you know, because there's so much functional parts of like life. Me, I, I have the opposite. I tend not to, someone has to bring me back maybe to that's the Earth. yin and yang aspect yeah. of well, our yeah, no, podcast absolutely. well because i i hate the functional so i don't spend any much time in it and then and yeah but that has consequences in and of itself because i'm always off in some other planet but uh, i mean thinking about i think the other thing is there's lots of ways that people carve out time right so yeah. you know meditation is like this big buzz thing now and you know whatever or um and then people are always trying to sort of bring that into um you know whether it's walking or exercise or something like is that a, a form of meditative yeah. kind of thing and then there's you know the whole sort of well-being, taking care of yourself, self-care kind of thing. And for me, you know, these conversations really sit in that and in terms of like, this is care for my mind and care for my my life as a whole to make sure that I'm I'm living a life that feels good to me, that feels right to me, you know, because and, and, and not me getting pulled off track. All the way back to 
the beginning for me. I mean, part of this podcast for me is all the way back to my boy Socrates, isn't it? Mm. The unexamined yeah. life is not worth living. So part of that host is it, you know, philosophy from a sort of ancient Greek point of view was examine your life so that you can strive for excellence in all ways that human beings can be excellent, whether that's mentally, physically, spiritually, practically, um, and intellectually. But it was about the questioning and yeah. examining your life and how the things that you... Because the thing with the mind is, right, I have, uh, and we talked about this a couple of episodes before, I have an experience. And if I have that experience again, or maybe twice, or it reinforced, so then I, from that experience, formulates a belief eventually. Right. Um, and then that belief, be when it gets to the point where it becomes a belief, then I start to behave and react and interact with the world as if that belief is true, because it's true for me. Right. And what philosophy, especially from a, you know, from this ancient Greek position was, well, actually, you need to challenge your beliefs. You need to challenge them frequently, as in where did that belief come from? And is that belief still valid? Um, and what new information can you add to that? does it serve you? Yeah. Does it still serve you? Is there other things that you need to upgrade or add to that? sort of believe and um, to be to to carry it on or discard it if it no longer yeah. is actually there because part of you know part of our sort of human makeup is actually we don't necessarily think about our thinking that much you just it just becomes a part of who you are yeah kind of um and you go around and you act in in that in that way or offer that belief but it may not be serving you in your best interest it may have at one point in time but it may not still do I, yeah i think that the the rise in and popularity in the sort of self-help and the well-being and all that kind of stuff is our sort of it's somewhere underneath that drive is the recognition that we need to be thinking about these things do you know what i mean that that just pushing through our days you know, and, and living a very functional life isn't really very satisfying for quite a lot of people. And, um, you know, if that's the, the realm of philosophy as well. It doesn't have to be this sort of, and, and hopefully like that's what we bring across in the podcast as well. It doesn't have to be the academic, you know, highbrow kind of experience. It's really you know, put on your sandals, sip in the cafe mm. and like, you know, think about the things that are important to you. Um, but in terms of conversation or the conversational aspect too, like I'm sort of thinking like, you know, you sort of are saying when you have something and you're that just spinning up some stuff back there. Huh? I know. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's jamming anyway, in the kitchen back there. Maybe we should ask for this. some free, whatever it yeah. is. Um, he, you know, when you when you have a thought on your own like a philosophical thought like a thought about your work or your life or just you know whatever um you know you can sort of spin this stuff round and round you know like levels of dissatisfaction or whatever it is and like you say quite often the sort of next step is to go to a friend or like that becomes a conversation that you find mm. yourself having with multiple friends is like trying to get to a bottom and conversation is sort of how we do that. But, you know, I was thinking in terms of like, you're a big walker and you were saying, you know, this is the time when you sort of let your mind wander and, and sort of think. And have so a conversation with myself. You have a conversation a with yourself. Exactly. So I, I suppose 
my question then is how would you describe the difference between having a conversation with yourself like do you ever talk to yourself out loud all the time yeah okay so why so that's interesting so why do you do that so i can hear my thoughts okay yeah so i talk to myself out loud because then i can hear my my thoughts so if you, so one of the um is it the disadvantages one of the downsides of language is that i have to codify it so our thoughts are really quick and fast and they're happening and sometimes you it, it, they're there they're, it's like you know there's stuff you're not yeah amorphous yeah. kind of things yes yeah. um but in order for it to make sense you have to codify the language don't you to make it make sense when you say it out loud so yeah. some of the things sort of taking me, your thoughts through that process of yeah, of yeah. converting it from it's a, it's a little bit like you think you understand a concept and who until was you teach it or exactly yeah, until you yeah. try to explain it to a kid so who, who was it that said you don't really understand something unless you can explain it to a child um i know the same but i remember i feel like it's from, you know yeah. someone someone yeah. clever like no, Einstein. i don't know clever. yeah no but, but that's um, a, again that's another reason that's why i, I just yeah i Pacing, moving, and talking to myself out loud again it helps helps me to clarify, maybe clarify and, okay. to hear, and to hear my thoughts. And I think sometimes when you're having a conversation with other people, and this is I'm just is maybe making a leap here, but I'm thinking about the inner game of tennis that we talked about on the book episode. Um, that my conversation that I'm having with you, so I almost projected my conversation into you and then you almost will be you are projecting you, my internal conversation yeah towards so yeah. while I'm having that and then you're reflecting back to me what I'm saying as well and I see your reaction so again it helps me to formulate my thinking um in that way as well because actually now I'm seeing how it affects you hits you your facial movement body language that gives me signals do you ever, back. Do you ever listen to a podcast and talk? Like, do you ever talk back to the podcast person? Like, well, I was going to say, well, when you were talking about, about three paragraphs. This is a question for you all well, as no, well. But, but it was about three <laughs> Are paragraphs you talking back ago. To us? Is that um, some would say that when you're, you know, when you're reading a book, you're having a dialogue with the author. That's mm -hmm. your one-to-one. -one. So, yeah, the podcast. I think some of the feedback I've gotten from listeners to this podcast is one of the reasons they like it is it feels like, they're in and they're a part of the conversation as well. So it's like they're sat at the table. Everybody and, today is going to feel like having, they were in that kitchen yeah, grinding exactly, whatever grinding was happening. So, yeah. So, again, that's another way of having a conversation. Because I feel like, um, you know, it, it is, conversation is a very complex thing in a way because, I don't know, I do find when I'm listening to podcasts sometimes, especially when someone says something you disagree with, isn't it? You'll, I'll say, you know, I'll say something as if they can hear me. I'll become part of that conversation. Mm. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind You're of talking interesting. Out to him. Yeah. Do, you, do you know how to get around people's critical filters? Okay, tell me. Yep. Have you been doing a Jedi mind trick on me all this time? No, no. Okay. No, it's the quickest way to get around people's critical filters. Is Agree to with them. Ask a question. Oh. Because okay. questions don't convey any meaning. So when I'm making statements, like I just made a statement to you, you're running it through your filter to decide whether you agree or disagree with that. Right. But if I ask you a question, you're now processing the question. And, and you're it, putting your mind into an open space. In, yeah, and it's getting in there and you're moving around with it right. before you really realize that you're dealing with the subject. So that's a that's an easy way around people's sort of critical. Um, and I suppose around factors. your own, isn't it? 
Because they often say that, that, you know, for when you feel like you get stuck to to start asking yourself questions, isn't it? Rather than. Yeah. yeah. Ask more questions. Yeah. And curiosity. Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought him back. (laughs) I just saw something about that earlier, but I can't remember what the thought is now. So about curiosity. So there was a number of quotes that, well, one I put in the group today yeah that was really good um let me find it so the quote that i put in the group and if you're listening to this and you're not a part of the group and you're on on facebook Facebook, yeah you can you can go to facebook and join our group it was uh, from the Tao te ching right that was the one i put in the group was it right yeah Yeah. okay yeah your conversations help create your world speak of the light not dissatisfaction speak of hope not despair let your words bind up wounds not cause them and for me this carries on from that or precedes that idea that words have power so the words that you're saying to others has an effect the words that you're saying to yourself has an effect so it's like understanding the true power of words and i see this sometimes i remember and i don't remember if i told this and i may have done it ten thousand years ago on here um and I was in the I was in the airport. This is about words again. And this lady had her young kid, and kids just want to explore. The kid was only like maybe three or four, or whatever, and it's running off. But she's trying to get them checked in to yeah. the um, thing where he's off exploring and stuff like that. And she's trying to get his attention to come back, but he doesn't. But then he climbed on something, he fell, and he starts crying. And she runs over, and the first words are, "This is why you don't stray far from." mommy oh dear and i was yeah. just thinking man you just messed that kid up <laughs> he's gonna spend so years so easy to do as a mother oh, yeah it was, he's gonna spend years unpacking that one one it was a traumatic thing for me he's in pain and he's hurting yeah. and then mom's just put a belief in your head that bad things yeah. happen to you when you stray away from mom but for her she was you know that was she did probably she it's did, really she hard didn't even because think about exactly it. and in those moments yeah, words just, like, just come out they boom. happen all the time it's sort of a, a the other side of like a, a positive sort of word story for me uh this week was that i had to go into school about a maths session mm. so it was like demonstrating what they're learning in maths and whatever and um the teacher was saying about how we all have different experiences in maths but that we need to as parents you know mm. some people have you know think they have the story that they're not good at maths and um so basically he was saying you know instead of using words like smart or good at or clever you know that we we say oh you've been successful at that and successful can be anything mm. depending on how you define success. So successful can be you're get you're getting more of them right, not necessarily all of them, not necessarily even half of them, yeah. you know. So and then the other thing he said that was great, which really demonstrated word choice, was that they have three different levels depending on how what what level you're working on in maths. Hard, harder, hardest. Right. And I love that because everybody's doing hard work and then if you want a challenge you're doing it a bit harder you know and so it just shifts you know it's just a perfect example of something that just shifts your mentality and gives you a completely different sort of yeah attitude towards stuff well because well, at that or i was gonna say at that age but at any age but again that's words shaping an individual so yeah. the impact of the words that you're saying i mean you can just think about arguments that you maybe even have with your spouse or significant other as well sometimes it's you know a word or a phrase or something's been said 
the intention yeah. wasn't that, but then what you hear triggers off something else. And then before you know it, you both spiral yeah. off into some other place and then maybe come back around to realize that it was all from a, you know, a misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, but, and we yeah. do it all, as you say, a lot. Because you don't, okay, we don't have the time necessarily to consider everything that you're going to say before you say it. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so you do just say things. Um, but there's consequences too. What just say. saying those things both yeah. to yourself and to others as well because of the power um of words and and if i was you know summing up anything for me i think so for me for conversations would be one it helps me and it helps me to clarify my own thinking and, and having that conversation and having conversations with others and um, it helps me to um continue to shape my thoughts so for me it's about yep. what did I pick up from you today and how can I add that to or do I need to detract do, you know subtract something from my own thinking because I liked your thought better so how do I synthesize this conversation that we've had here to take my thinking to a, another level or different place um and then just for me the conversation helps me to understand other people Mm. So I'm again. I'm a you know. I like listening to where what people are saying, and it helps me to then understand them and what yeah. their worldview. And I try in my listening and to understand others. And I wanted to say that before I forget it because it'll go away. Um, Stephen Covey and seek first understanding them to be understood. When we we're talking about listening, I meant to okay, yeah. to squeeze that in. Um, so for me, I, I do look to understand. Right. The person Say I'm that talking. Again? So seek first to understand and then to be understood. Right. So when you're having yes. a conversation, so let me understand completely what you're. So suspend my beliefs, suspend my judgments, yeah. and let me understand the world and the problem or whatever from your point of view, as if I was you, so that I completely understand. And then, yeah. Because like, he was big on that compromise. Um, every time you compromise, you die a little. Mm. So he was not a believer in compromise. Would you hear that? So talking as your view. So let's compromise. But he saw that as a negative to compromise. So if I understand your position and you understand mine, and let's work towards not a compromise, but let's work towards a common understanding or a common solution goal or, or have yeah, a common yeah, yeah. goal or what have you. Yeah. Um, that's a, so for him, conversa you, know, you can have conversations where it's win-lose. And he was all about the win-win. Mm. And and compromising somebody loses in there or you both lose and it says lose lose win lose or win win compromises lose lose um and i think that's what they work towards in way of counsel conversations as well as a win win, a win, -win yeah. yeah that's right uh, yeah, the sort, sort of, of, the sort of consensus kind of thing so you know i think for me conversation is where we get help on our journey like you know we all have questions and things that come up in our lives at different points, you know, depending on circumstances and events and, and whatever, whether that's, you know, how we feel about our bodies or how we feel about work or how we, you know, just I feel about our identity, all this kind of stuff, everything that we've spent the last three years talking about and more, hopefully. Um, but I think oftentimes we can do this on our own, right? So there's a huge nonfiction reading. Nonfiction mm. reading is like gone through the roof. 
But that's a very su- like okay. There you are having a conversation a little bit with the author for sure. But you're when you're just processing that yourself, it's a very solitary experience. And I think ha- coming like reading and then coming in, like you say, sort of taking your thoughts through that process of having to then articulate them and, and sort of really clarify what you what your reaction to them is. Mm. But then also, you know, I think. Like for me, I think about the different parts of um, like the Buddhist path, which is the same for any spiritual path is like, you know, the sort of wisdom in yourself to, to understand things, um, the, the different teachings and people that have gone before you that can sort of give you little bits. And, and we can think about that in terms of the books we read and stuff mm. that we find online and just, you know, whatever. But then the third aspect is Sangha. It's the community of people. And, um, you know, whether you're talking about a spiritual journey or you're talking about any kind of, you know, people are going out and running groups and do you know what I mean? Fitness Mm. groups and all this kind of stuff. It's always nice to have others to help you on a journey. And I think that's why when we start spinning in our heads, we go seek friends and we, we get conversations going about these things. But I think for me, that's what, that's the importance of the podcast for me is like that it's that taking it to that next level of like you don't have to think through all these important things in your life by yourself you know Mm. you can think through them in conversation with other people who are also trying to think through them so the weight of i don't know just finding all the different possibilities that are open to you is not just on your shoulders you know other people are also helping bring you information that could be you know that that can help you on your journey so yeah yeah, yeah, it's good. And I think that's a good segue into two things. One, one of the things that we try to encourage people to do to listen to the podcast is to join in the conversation. And um, whether that's you know, via Twitter or Facebook or what have you, um, by all means, join in the conversation so we can so you can add to our understanding. Yeah, help us out, things. man. Yeah, no, exactly. Because so, <laughs> everyone is coming with different experiences. And so if we could you know, share in that collective sort of thinking. I think that's great. And then my last thing I was just going to end with just like a quote from the having conversations that matter book. Um, and it's a quote from David, uh, copper Ryder. And he says, it is in the depth of our conversations and conversations with others that we change ourselves and our relationships. One conversation at a time. One conversation at a time. Yes, one conversation Baby at a steps. time. Conversation. This is conversation number 130-something, isn't it? Or yeah. something like that. That's right. Yes, okay, well, good. Anyway, so be sure to like and share the uh, podcast. podcast. Yep. Rate it if you so desire. Help us out very much. Yep. Um, and then let other people know. And also join in the conversation as well to help us grow like physically mentally and spiritually grow right. as well as for the podcast to but grow my bigger. boys are really confused about why i'm not getting taller and why you're not growing i'm taller not growing anymore, anymore. and they got uh, really confused about why adults don't grow we, we're growing on the inside yeah we're growing our minds are growing <laughs> absolutely All see you right. next week <laughs>